Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome, Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, with my partner, Boris. I'm not amazing today. Got it. Yeah, well, God is there and he's always amazing. The show was created, of course, to expose the truth, educate, and provide comfort. God was the only cure for me. And in the meantime, we hope we can be there for each other. Life is challenging, but know this. There's a God who's omnipotent, happens to be our Father, loves us dearly, and wants what's best for us. So there's always hope. And so that was God is with us. By King and Country. Get ready, entering everyone's lives, his light will shine. Crosses a delight if we unite with the most divine. With love, navigate trials, offer up every sorrow to his purpose, improve each tomorrow. Prayers reaching God, the heavens now coming down. Hail our holy king, for his glory to get the crown. We have Christ within when in a state of grace. Stay away from sin so it can be the case. Today we will be talking about the new movie, Let Me Have My Son, with director Cristobal Cruzen, a movie of hope. Cristobal founded Messenger Films in 1988 and has worked as a writer-director of film and television ever since. Helming productions in more than 20 countries. He is best known for Final Solution, More Than Dreams, Undaunted, Sabina Kay, and most recently, Let Me Have My Son. Over the last several years, Cristobal has also begun fulfilling his childhood dream of becoming a writer. He's the author of Undaunted, they were Christians, and let me have my son. Cristobal, thank you for joining us. It's a blessing to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me. Cristobal, I watched the trailer. It's a tearjerker. This this movie is very personal to you. Tell us why. Well, my firstborn son, his name is Daniel, developed schizophrenia in his late teens and had to be institutionalized and he struggled from that time and it has been so difficult to see your loved one and you know especially a child in whom you've put so much hope and so many dreams are tied up in that child's life and then to see it all come apart it's been very painful and challenging um, but it has also been an opportunity 
to grow and trust the Lord. That must what it must have been what kept you together. And is is this movie uh, telling your story or the story of most uh, families struggling with this illness? Yeah, I don't set out in the movie to speak for other families or <clears throat> the medical profession. Um, just to tell my story primarily as the father and. I take liberties, if you will, or artistic license. It's not a documentary. It's a dramatic film, but it's inspired by the true story of my son and his sufferings and then what we went through as a family and the hope, <clears throat> ultimately, that we have um, in Christ. And, and for those of us that don't know what schizophrenia is, if you can give me a, a quick description of what struggles you went through? Sure. Well, schizophrenia is a condition in which the person who is suffering from it may experience hallucinations, <clears throat> hear voices um, that aren't, you know, real, and kind of live in an altered state. And often it's associated with physical aggression, inappropriate physical aggression, and all of those things typified my son's condition. He had to be institutionalized where I was unable, you know, even as his father, <clears throat> to simply take him out of the hospital because it was a civil commitment. <clears throat> Excuse me. But when I became his legal guardian, I did relocate to Mexico. I took my whole family there, including Daniel, and we moved to Mexico. I thought that we would have a better opportunity there to be together as a family, knowing that the culture is a little more flexible, warm-hearted even. And I thought, well, hopefully I can have my family back together. So we did move to Mexico for a time, and things did look really positive. But then, and he lived at home for over a year in Mexico. But then he had a relapse that was very severe, and had to be hospitalized again. We returned to the United States eventually, and um, he, he lived at home for a while, but it became an impossible situation, and he had to be admitted into the hospital yet again. Um, and so now, as we speak, he is still in a hospital in the upper Midwest where I'm living currently, uh, but he's been doing very much better, much improved these last several years and he's on the verge of a provisional discharge from the hospital right. and we're all very excited about that because he'll be able to live in a group home where he'll have more freedom more family interactions so we're looking forward to that hopefully it will come through and so is this manageable with medication and therapy <clears throat> yes yes that's what he's demonstrated in fact over these last several years he's been stable he, he's just been doing much, much better, and there have been no, no incidents, you know, of physical aggression. He's had a roommate, been getting along fine with the roommate before he had been kept in isolation. That's how, you know, how severe his case was and how he was being treated. He was kept in isolation, which was not good for him or anybody else. You know, that would be a very difficult thing to come out of. Right. That can but, add to the issue. 
I'm yes. sure prayer and faith had something to do with his response to med medication. And we'll continue talking more about the new movie, Let Me Have My Son, with the director, Cristobal Cruz. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back and thanks for tuning in. Remember you can listen to the radio show live through our app The Cure with Amy Cabo or as a podcast. Look for God is the Cure on any podcast platform. That was Build a Boat by Colton Dixon. As long as we have you sweet Lord we can hang on. Incredible who you are and what you have done. Sunshine of every day, refuge at, through the night, constant in strength, never alone in this fight. With the future in sight, slowly making everything right, building blocks towards success, awed by his might. True, sometimes it gets hard. Life is a climb. The final count, awaiting for, this is his time. We will continue talking about the new movie. Let me have my son with director Cristobal Cruzen. He doesn't willingly afflict the children of men. Lamentations mm. 3 mm. 33. Mm. Mm. Cristobal, this has, must have been extremely difficult for you. How did you find meaning or make sense of such a suffering? Yes, I asked myself that question, and I found the answer, I had to say, primarily in Scripture. You know, just just Jesus himself, he suffered, right? And even according to the Father's will, he suffered when he was arrested and crucified but he suffered for a purpose. And I have chosen to believe that suffering for a Christian is redemptive. It, I believe that, you know, that God is a father and he's not just any father. He's a good, good father. Yes. Uh, Jesus said, which father among you would give his son a, <clears throat> a serpent if he were to ask for a yeah. fish or of stone if he asked for bread. Well, none of you would. How much more than will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him in good gifts? And so, really, it comes down to trust. Do I trust the Lord, or do I walk away? Because I feel He's betrayed me, or He's, you know, He's just absent. <clears throat> I'm on my own. And I 
I'm not saying it was always easy or automatic. It was not. And there were times when my disappointment was so so profound that I did feel betrayed and 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 alone at times. But not unlike the psalmist, you know, you read the psalms and mm-hmm. many of them, the psalmist just pours out his lament and yeah. his grief, right? And it's, it's, and and often the psalmist is saying, "Where were you, Lord?" <laughs> You know, I feel like, you know, you've left me here to fend up for myself. But the psalmist invariably comes back toward the end in praise of God and thanks and because in peace. God never leaves us alone. Is no. there any other way to survive this but God? I I often thought about that. I And my heart went out to people and, and still does go out to people who don't have a rudder like that, you know, of faith, yes. because they're just relying on their own strength, you know, and perhaps what science can do, but especially in the area of mental illness, science has really come up empty-handed often, right? Yes. There's still so many questions surrounding how best to treat mental illness. So At I, least it did for me. Uh, mm, what treated sorry. my mental illness was prayer. Mm. Uh, yeah. But there's di- mm. different causes for different things. Yeah. And yeah. but at age 29, you discovered that that's when you converted, and and went to Christ. Yeah. Yes, that's right. When I was 29. It's when you saw meaning and hope. Yes, um, I felt often like a man who was drowning in the water, and someone had thrown a life preserver overboard. Uh, <laughs> To me, and that's how I felt. I, I would hold on, phys- literally hold on to the Bible I had bought uh, a year and a half or so before my conversion. I still had it, and I would hold on to it sometimes and just squeeze it, and thinking of how it had rescued me in a way because the Word of God uh, had become precious to me. And, I will tell you, I read the whole Bible from cover to cover before I committed my life to Christ. I wanted to know what it was I was saying yes to, for one. And for another, I had previously studied the world's religions, the major religions of the world, and read many of their holy books looking for truth and meaning. And the Bible quite literally was the last holy book of world religions that I read, and that's where I found the answers, and it was wonderful, and and so I just had this very, very deep gratitude to God, and, you know, back in those days when I was reading the Bible before I became a Christian, for some reason, early on, I was led to the book of Job, not the kind of thing you'd expect somebody just to read who had no biblical grounding. Sounds familiar. (laughs) Nobody was mentoring me, but I read the book of Job, and I I felt deep in my heart somehow that the Lord was saying to me, you will have experiences like Job. And I didn't really want to think about that, to tell you the truth. I just dismissed it. the higher place he holds for you in heaven, then, for Uh, those. One day we'll envy those who are suffering and those who get to suffer Mm. more. For God has a yeah. higher place for them in heaven. Wow. And, well, there is only one answer, Jesus, and he walks on water. Yeah, 
Yeah, and yeah, and he learned obedience through the things he suffered. You know, and that's, that's I'm quoting scripture that he learned. I think it's in Hebrews. He learned obedience through the things he suffered. Um, and Paul the apostle, he prayed. Not just that I may know him in the power of his resurrection. Well, suffering brings sanctity, and so the more we suffer, imagine the holier we become. Yes, that's the bright side. I will continue talking more about the new movie, Let Me Have My Son, with the director, Cristobal Prusa. Such a personal, strong story. Stay with us. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. Bowing here, I find my rest. Without you, I fall apart You're the one That guides my heart Lord, I need you Oh, I need you And now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back and thanks for being with us. That was Lord, I Need You by Matt Mayer. God is essential, needed every moment for peace. Pray to be like Christ and that faith will increase. Despite how crazy it gets, keep up the praise. Steadfast, following his words and ways. When all crumbles down, leading most to despair every time. You are the last one standing there. Securing Christ's arm of the greatest care. Full force ahead to God's precious air. We will continue talking about the new movie, Let Me Have My Son, by director Cristobal Cruzen. Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Cristobal does God leave us in our suffering with a greater plan? Does he leave us with a greater plan? Say that again. Does God in our suffering, is there a greater plan that you envision? Oh, yes. Yes, I think he is. Absolutely. We just have to learn to trust him. And the, the way that, I mean, I, I've noticed that when, when things are calm, I have to worry. Mm. And when whenever I'm suffering, it's just God always reminding me that he's all I need, that I need to turn back to him, that I cannot rely on a person. I can't even rely on myself. I cannot rely mm. on a thing. I can right. only I can only rely on God right. because there will be times where He he continuously reminds us of that. And yeah. it's our way of, of believing in him and putting our faith in him, in his power, so that he can work it, so that mm. he can work his power and show his might. For it's in the darkest times that we get to see that. Yes. Yes, I think of when the risen Lord spoke to Peter by the shores of Lake Galilee. And he said, Peter, do you love me? And, the, and Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. And of course, I was in the context of feeding his sheep, but I think it could also be 
be used in, in, in terms of how are we going to react when we're hit with a terrible blow, uh, when we're, you know, when the rug is pulled out from under our feet and we just fall crashing to the ground? Are we going to allow ourselves to go down the road of bitterness? You know, and the Bible tells us, beware lest a root of bitterness grow up in any of you and defile you. And I think that, I don't know, when, when I go through a hard time, it's as if I can look around and see and feel the Lord's presence. And, and I'm saying, Lord, why is this happening? Are, are you there? Aren't you going to do something about this? It's over my head and so forth and so on. And then, and I can almost hear him say to me, Cristobal, do you love me? Yes. Because we, me? <laughs> we hold on to worship. Uh, I know it's difficult, but it gets us through. You worship God in the yeah. midst of disappointment. No yeah. matter what comes, we can be yeah. confident of, of his help. Yeah. For right. Hasn't he helped you even when you yeah. thought there was no way out? And then also Jesus asked Peter, he said, um, uh, when so many turned away from him, when he was speaking about how you needed to drink his blood and eat his flesh, and it was a hard saying for people to hear, and many turned away, and he looked at Peter and he said, are you going to leave too? Um, and again, not exactly the same situation, but when we suffer, it can be so so difficult at times that we do feel like walking away, perhaps, right? Yes. Um, but do we really want to walk away? And if the Lord turned to us and were to ask us, and you, are you two going to leave me? Are you two going to walk away? Well, what, what will your answer be? I, for one, don't want to go anywhere else. I, um, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave his side. And so I'm going to hold on as best I can. Oh, wait. And when you've been beat down from walking away, you realize that it's it's much better not to. That if you, if you want to be able to be, be uh, to know that you're in comfort in his hands, to know of his presence, for him to show his face, to know that you can endure anything, you're willing to carry the cross, to be like Christ, to follow him, how he has asked, remember what he did for us. And so we're willing to accept our sufferings as well. And the only way is to keep him close. And we're almost done. Oh, are, are we done with the radio yep. show? Okay, so we we reached the end of the show, but it's been wonderful having you with us. We'll definitely look at the movie coming out. When did you say? The 28th? Uh, it comes out on May 24th. Oh, 24th. And, okay. Yes. You go to tickets.letmehavemyson.com. Excellent. And find Thank out all so about well. it. And we're finished with a prayer. Oh, Father of mercies and God of all comfort, our only help in time of need, we humbly ask you, to behold, we humbly ask that you behold, visit, and relieve those who suffer from depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, or other mental illnesses. 
Look upon them with the eyes of your mercy. Comfort them with a sense of your goodness. Preserve them from the temptations of the enemy and give them patience under their affliction. In your good time, restore them to health and enable them to lead the rest of their life in reverence of you and to your glory. Amen. 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 This is Amy Cabo. You have been listening to The Cure. Please check our podcast, The Cure with Amy Cabo, our app, The Cure, our website, GodIsTheCure.com. Thank you to our listeners for being with us. And until next Sunday, much love. Give it your best. Find us possible to yourself and everyone. True in every situation. Don't lose hope. Keep the faith. And Godspeed be with you. Thank you for listening to The Care with Amy Cabo. You can check out Amy's latest book, God is the Care, on Amazon. And please check our website, GodIsTheCare.com.